We're going to talk about the motherfuckers over there in Toronto. Yeah, we are. We're going to have all sorts of fun with my hair is not mauve. All right, burgundy. Five, four, four, three, two, and one. one. Hello, world, in a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs, bienvenue, welcome to the happy hour. Welcome back, listeners. <laughs> God, my name is David Ojea, and I'm Metal Dave Zero Two on Twitter.com. I'm joined as always by Beth. Hello, I'm at H-I-V-R-H-U-I-T on Twitter. And Veronica. I'm at. C H I L E underscore pepper on private on Twitter. Motherfuckers. Yeah. (laughs) Write that down one second. 1438. Veronica said a bad word. Oh shit. Oh. 1438. Bad word. We have to stop beeping. I mean, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm. getting sick of it honestly yeah. it'd be fine if zoom wasn't okay so are we just taking sensors out right now yeah we're just right. taking here's the fucking out. thing with zoom like <laughs> it's like oh i'm gonna start the timestamp when the call starts and not when the actual recording starts when the fuck am i supposed to know when something gets you know said and i write, write it down on my little notepad and then i'm just gonna look it up again later so i can add the sensor bar well i can't because then I have to do math. I have to be like, okay, well, actually, we start recording at around eight minutes and 30 seconds. And now I have to track eight minutes whenever somebody swears. So fuck it. I'm sick of it. I'm not going to do it anymore. <laughs> We're the happy hour at happy hour yes. on Twitter.com. Uh, happy hour pod on Instagram. That's right. And you can find us on YouTube. We will link you up as is. And my fucking God. <laughs> what a week. You got week- shit to talk about? What a week can do <laughs> to this fan base and this team. Three oh. games in three. the past oh, week. Oh, shit. That's right. Three games. Two against. Yeah. The fucking Leafs. One against Edmonton. <sighs> One out of three were one. And that game on Saturday. By the skin of our teeth. And you ought to know that when it comes to skin, there's not a whole lot on teeth. You ought to But know. we uh, still won against the Leafs, so. <laughs> God. You know what? what skin of our teeth. Nightmare. Skin of our teeth bullshit. The Leafs shot the bed. <sighs> And the Habs were playing the body the whole game. And in the third period, it paid off, motherfuckers. Because guess what? Habs won. Um, Habs won by two, by a goal. One. They tied it and then they won it in regulation. Two unanswered goals. That's one of the things about the game on Saturday. The Habs out hit Toronto. 46 to 16? <laughs> I think that's weird. That's animal. It's animal. And that's without, I mean, that is that is without their big Ray Wayne Simmons. Gotta, we got to remember this, guys. 
Well, no, no, because the thing is, is that I um I listened to Dangle's um oh, video shit, yeah. about the game yesterday. He's whatever. It's Dangle. He's one of the best Leafs people. He's the yeah. best. Leafs He's person. the best Leafs person. I I buy him a drink. One. Yeah. In the world, on yeah. the planet, and yeah. apparently yeah. the hit stat was like thirteen to one in the first period, the and first he period? was like, "That doesn't sound right." So I want to kind of replay the game at some point. I'm probably not going to. Because I have, I'm so busy with so many other things on my plate. I've but, watched but, it three times. But did it look like the Habs out hit the Leafs 46 to 16? I wasn't really paying attention to that part. <laughs> but it didn't really seem also like the Leafs were like <sighs> so much better. Ah, uh, the first two periods they did. Meh. It was like... I, I, it was I can I can tweet myself ad hominem right now. Just give <laughs> just give me a second to, to bring up some tweets from yeah, three bring days up ago. Your tweets. Bring from up your two, tweets, two days, David. Two days ago. Okay. Wait, wait. Uh, but, but, but. Oh, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, happy Valentine's Day. Happy, happy day. Family Day. Felt loved and, and Family Day and President's Day. And oh, now president's that there's a real day. president. Now it, that there's a real president. Yeah. Yeah. And shit. And and Everybody in the U.S. is going to get vaccinated. Woo! Woo! Done deal. They have, what's the COVID thing? Uh, they got like 200 million doses last week. And it's like, oh, that's most of the United States. Well, ha- a little bit more than half. But on top of the stockpile, they already had whatever. Apparently, everyone's going to get vaccinated by the end of May, give or take. That's amazing. I'm not going to get my shot till like June. Oh, thank God. I'm actually eligible for a shot because yeah. I am a lucky patient that's New York State Oncology and Hematology. So I'm going to get my, I got mine scheduled all set up and that's going to get taken care of at the end of the month. I've had both of yes. mine. I'm not a zombie. Beth is done. But Beth done. is done. Done. Um, that's amazing. If you, if like, honestly, like if you don't have adverse reactions to vaccines, you should be fine. Um, I mean, yeah. if you have, if you, if you have reactions to shots, you're probably going to react to shots. Like, like when you get the flu shot, that's what a lot of people have experienced. I just had a sore arm. Uh, everybody's different, but for the major, for the most part, you're going to be fine. So there's yeah. nothing really to be afraid of. I yeah, kind of love like, getting uh, shots. It's kind of like a, a sucker punch by science. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I'll get punched oh. by science. That's fine. Yeah. Why do you love getting shots, Veronica? I kind of, I kind of just love like, oh, it's about, I'm about to get a shot. And, yikes. And then I get a shot and it, I kind of love it. You because need tattoos, right? It's never kind of, Ooh, it's never as bad as I think it's going to be. You know what I mean? Need, it's just like, need... oh, this is totally tolerable. See, if we ever get Veronica to get a tattoo, she's going to be covered. They're going to do a Habs, <laughs> they're going to do a Habs tattoos episode of We're Veronica. thinking of matching tattoos, my daughter, Sophia and I. <gasps> yes. Did she get her Ooh, other one? What are you going to get? She did. She got another she one. Okay. I don't you... know. I can't decide. I, like a tattoo like I have no tattoos. Like I, I've, I've, I've consistently said I'm going out the way I came in. Just, um, just get a sleeve of, um, <laughs> flocking seagulls. <laughs> I want to get something meaningful. Wow. Like if it's on your like skin for the rest what? of your life, it better be something you like. What's not more meaningful than, than a flocking seagulls? <laughs> of a flock seagulls of seagulls. Seagulls are like flying 
rats. I don't like no, the band, the band, the band. Oh, the flock of seagulls. Flock of seagulls. Excuse okay, me, okay, not okay. the flock and of seagulls. So That's their only song. Gotta get, get away. away. <laughs> One of the great guitar riffs. Oh my lord, what a great riff that is. And Bowling for Soup did a really good cover of that back in like 2005. So and also, who did a cover? Oh my god! And also, it's the best. The, and also the, his hair. Remember oh, Chandler yeah. from Friends Perfect. did the yeah. hair? Did oh, the hairdo? Great yes. reference in the Wedding Singer as well. Yes. Oh my god! Rack up all the time at that stupid scene. Oh man! What did you say, flock of seagulls? <laughs> all right. Anyway, here's That's some like tweets from the um, weekend. Oh yes. So when will the Habs turn it on? Turn it on. Last five minutes of the third, down by three. Almost true. Uh, four passes right in the feet of Habs players, simply not controlling the play, let alone the puck. Uh, ah, yes, the dumping. Since the Habs have been winning all those board battles with a stellar f- uh, four check. Oh, what the living fuck, Tripoli? Triple question mark. <laughs> uh, not only are they lack of, lackadaisical, they're just dumb. What the hell? <gasps> that was Dave. the Tripoli penalty where he just bear hugged whoever it was um, oh yeah 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 that was going on here yeah wherever he bear um, 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 um ba, 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 ba. cooked in the enemy loses the puck two shots off post against the habs habs are hanging on by a motherfucking thread um <laughs> this team has become hours of time wasted what the fuck okay this is all a culmination of what's been going on since they lost against ottawa oh god the Habs scored, I think, five goals in the past week and a half. When against Vancouver, it was like, I don't know, we were getting chicken wings every goddamn day. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What That's happened to the offense? What happened to the power play? What happened? Question for everybody. You're like, you're sounding like Connor McKenna, who in the age of Tyrion used to say, it's, I'm not upset that they're winning. It's how they're winning. Like they, they, they won the game on Saturday because Toronto shot the bed and you could see it also. You could see it. Um, the CBC has a fascination with Austin Matthews and anytime the Habs really? did anything, they cut to Austin Matthews. Right. And each really? time it looked like he was going to cry. And then after the game in his post game remarks, he also said basically, like really disappointing that they just totally shot the bed, basically. Well, see, and that's a thing that happened to the Leafs a lot last year. Is that they would it's true? Out, it's either they would start out super weak, get in real strong, and then go out super weak, or like a, a different combination of two start super strong and then just peter out for yeah. whatever reason. And some it was it was I only know this because of you know uh angle. <laughs> Dangle, pretty much, because that, that was his whole thing about the Leafs. Now, thing is, uh, Brian Wild, friend of the podcast, mentioned something yeah. interesting uh, yesterday or today. He uh, looked at the points percentages of all the teams in the Canadian division. And right now, the Leafs are cruising at like a 76% point percentage in the regular season. And that is unbelievable. That is unsustainable. The 1977 Habs or 70, 
four or five. We had the, the, the big Ken Dryden freaking uh, year where the Habs won like almost all of their games. Um, so that's a, that's a thing. Oh, another tweet from that night. How this game is still just one nothing is a total mystery. That's from Arpin Bazu. I don't understand because the Leafs had six shots in the third period. Six. And they scored on one of them. Six shots. In the third period, the Leafs? Oh, I thought you said no. the first. The never Leafs mind. scored in the first period and never scored again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. The, it was it was lopsided because the Habs only had six shots in the first period. And I actually made a note of this mentally. I didn't write this down. But the, ha- the total shots in the game were 25 for the Habs, 22 for the Leafs. In the first period, the Habs had six shots. And in the last period, the Leafs had only six shots. And they had fewer shots than the Habs, a- even in consideration of them having the only power play in the whole game, which they did not capitalize on. That is another really weird point about this game. 46 hits for the Habs, one power play in the entire game. Yeah. yeah. And not only that, but the power play came off of that freaking Toffoli penalty where he was skating behind the guy and decided to give him a hug. Yeah, he was just hugging him. Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Tyler Toffoli, speaking of scores in that game. Yes. So let me find the beauty fact that he can on a beauty score. pass by Deno. Yes. Thank God, Deno. Oh, God. Oh, Thank God. I could, I could go on about that. Um, <laughs> I was defending him up until his, because um, uh, freaking Matthews, you know, essentially cold clocked him and got the puck away from him for that first goal with that feed to Marner. And Marner, in that goal on Saturday night, uh, finally scored on the Habs for the first time in his career. Which is, oh wow! I didn't crazy. know that. I didn't realize that. But either. when it comes to the halves, that's gonna happen all the time. <laughs> Last time they played the Leafs, like Ricky goalies got their first goal in this season through Carey Price. But <laughs> anyway, um, the title of the Carey stood on his head. He was great. Yes, and then Brendan Gallagher in the third period with a very Brendan Gallagher goal, assisting himself essentially, uh, knocking yeah. the puck down, roofing it. And then uh, the Leafs went on with the extra man and the Habs smothered them. They couldn't get past the neutral zone. Yeah. Finally. So that was very good. So thank God the Habs won. Because if the Habs lost that game. Oh, Jesus. How long tumult, would this week be? The tumult that would come would be crazy. Because this game on Saturday is coming off of a loss against Edmonton. Which is like, I, when, when, it comes, out. when it comes to Edmonton, well, yeah, that's the other thing, shut out. But when it comes to Edmonton, I don't mind losing against Edmonton because Nick Dreisaitl is such a cheat code. They can, they just, they can do whatever they want, whenever <laughs> they have time. You give Nick Dreisaitl? Yeah, the Nick Dreisaitl line. Okay. Yeah, so you I give like either it. of those guys like a second, a, a second of time or like a foot of space they're gonna you're gonna pay for it and well the Habs did not look good Mike Smith was in goal I think for Edmonton and he yeah. looked like yeah. a goddamn rock star 
It looked like he should have been freaking Tommy Lee drumming for Motley Crue. Like, <laughs> I got that right, right? Yeah, yeah, Motley yeah, Crue. Like, Motley Crue. Like, like, because the whatever's happening and like the Habs don't play again until Saturday. Again, against the Leafs. Motherfuckers. And it's like, they have to figure out what's going on. Because if they can go... You know, balls to the wall against Vancouver, against um, sort of kind of against Calgary, but they 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 mopped the floor with Edmonton last time. Yeah, and so Vancouver. Yeah, something is going wrong, and they haven't looked like they looked in the earlier parts of the season ever since that first loss against first loss against Ottawa. Counterpoint. 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 Something is going right now. In the third period of a game where they were losing on the road, they they pulled out two goals and two beauty goals. They were they were really great and like just like Toffoli's was really beautiful. Gallagher's was more dirty, but they pulled out two goals in the third period after losing the entire game to win in regulation. So counterpoint, they've turned it around. Yeah, because that would never happen last season. Yeah, they've shown themselves what they can do. And it was just like Gallagher was saying after the game. It's just like they had to win that game. And goddamn, if they didn't win that game, they fucking won that game. They beat the Toronto Maple Leafs, who were convinced that they were going to win that game. The the Habs had to win that game. because They had to win that game, and they did. It would have been a disaster. A Oh my god! I cannot imagine. Like it just the, just the worst. Yeah, just the worst. Absolute freaking worst. And we have to do this like eight more times. I know. (laughs) Where's my fucking spreadsheet? Seven more times. One second. I can't. I can't wait. I can't wait. I just. I. I love the Leafs fan base so much. Yeah. What a bunch of fucking losers <laughs> except for steve dangle and maybe like uh, dangle's the best there's a couple guy. of there's a couple of people that i follow that are leafs fans that i enjoy but mm-hmm. yeah nice. but yeah that was a uh, unnecessary and um just ridiculous now, no it was fine it was fine for me like i thought like as soon as they started getting super personal with me I was, I, I was just kind of like, what is going on? Like, what why are you, don't you read your grown <laughs> children of my age? Like, yeah. at least I know I made it right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't, really. it, 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 I don't care. Yeah. Or you're Apparently, making fun of me for typing on an iPad. Like, yeah. sorry, I can afford one. Fucking on poverty stricken. Well, so all of that was fine, but it was like <laughs> the, next day, the next morning when they were still at it. And wow. one guy said to me that I should go have sex, like that I need to have sex. Mm. And I'm just like, what? I'm like, first of all, I'm set. Like, I, I'm good. Like, you don't have to worry about me. Got it covered. <laughs> I got that covered. Appreciate it. <laughs> but it's just like, when you go vulgar with me, then I'm out. Word. So um, I went private. One of the guys uh, that was, um, that came after me about something, uh, said something. I, I called him like um, a fuck bag. <laughs> and so he tweeted something on, you know, his, his account. Cause I was curious about how he took it. Right. He's like, wow, I've been called so many names today by Habs fans. <laughs> fuck bag parentheses 
this is a new one. I'm like, well, you must be a fucking child. Yeah, like, are you? <laughs> and are you he can't judge. Me? Put that one together. Like, I don't understand. Oh. There was the one guy, the one guy that I took a screenshot of one of his tweets because on Saturday afternoon, he said, this is a must win for the Leafs and whatever. So I took a screenshot of that tweet. And they're like, oh. And and then um, somebody who followed me sent him my tweet and said, you've been chosen. And the guy's like, Ooh. oh, God, like what else is new? And I'm like, excuse you, dude, I never heard of you. Before you quote tweeted me on Saturday. How do you have 7,000 followers? Habs, <laughs> Habs uh, 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 standards must be very low. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But anyways. I don't, I don't understand. Like, Le- Not all Leafs fans. Because I know several Leafs fans who are lovely. And I, I know I know lovely. good Leafs fans. They're, they're I do. good, they're good people or whatever. But there are a lot of. Lisa and there are Habs fans. They're like it's about two other Habs fans. Like I, it's not. It's not just because. But I, I see a lot of Leafs fans that go hard at Habs. I mean, at Habs fans, and then get mad when that's the come thing. back at them with the same energy. It's like, the only reason. Have- the only reason I went at them on Saturday night is because because they started quote tweeting stuff that I was saying. So they're mm-hmm. like you know, looking at my account, but it's like, I don't understand. Like I, and I was saying this on the game on Wednesday night, like they came out looking for Habs fans after mm-hmm. they beat Montreal on Wednesday night. And I'm just like, why do you do that? Like, why aren't you just enjoying your win with each other Exactly. Why, instead why? of like having to come after Habs fans? And that it's just smacks of insecurity, obviously. It's weird to me. Well, it's like the uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs have um, every reason to be insecure because (laughs) they have been a laughingstock in the NHL for the past decade and a half. Recall as well. I hate to bring up Mr. Dangle all the time, (laughs) but he had a great video quoting uh, Simon and Garfunkel. Oh, Um, love them. Oh, damn. I have to recall the song. Sounds of Silence. Sounds of Silence. That's right. And it was. um... Oh, that's right. Hello, darkness, my old friend. (laughs) The Leafs loss against the Habs again. And it was like, no, the Habs had had like a crazy streak against the uh, Leafs. It was like nine or ten games straight where they. uh, they beat them but this was of course in the phil kessel era as well praise be i don't know i mean phil kessel it is it's it's i can i can sort of i can sort of not appreciate but sort of empathize i suppose with their like the the insecurity that they do have because it has been as we have mentioned previously it has been since 2004 2003 since they even won a playoff series every single team in canada including winnipeg who hasn't been back for long has won a playoff series since that time the only team that hasn't is the toronto maple leafs and i think that because they have so much adulation and attention and sort of not even scrutiny, but just sort of whatever it is like the, 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 
aggrandization that they get from the from the Canadian media, the so-called national media, but it's just like Toronto focused. So in the contrast, like, like their, their utter lack of success or their complete honest failure since that time, in contrast to the, the, the praise that they get from the national media has got to be like, it's got to be conflicting, you know, like they, like they probably think that about their team and then every year they don't get any of the success. All that, all that they get is the regular season success, which in the end, as we know, means nothing. Doesn't account for shit. It accounts for nothing. Exactly. So I do, I do kind of get like, you know, the dichotomy and why, why they would be, why, why they would be sensitive about that. Uh, too bad. So sad. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I have a, I have a no respect for them. So <laughs> um, the, yeah, Hab's got to figure some stuff out. Um, but aside from all of that, some other news occurred. Paul Byron was placed on waivers. Oh shit! Cleared. Thank, thank God. God. Oh my God! Because I was I was really thinking to myself like, wow, what's a team that has a ton of cap space? Uh, happens to be in a place where Paul Byron was born, and uh, could you need <laughs> somebody like Paul Byron? The fucking Ottawa Senators. And I'm thinking, Jesus Christ. If they pick up Paul Byron, I would be super upset. But it didn't happen, so we don't care. But still, I was like, wow, of all the names to see today, on that day, it was two days ago, right? Yesterday. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was yesterday <laughs> where it was um, announced that Paul Byron A lot Byron of people were speculating that, too. Holy crap. That, uh, that threw me for a loop. Because Ottawa could afford him. Yeah. Look at I'm half disappearing. Screen screen works for shit. Yeah, that's Zoom. Zoom's crap. Zoom's okay. off. Sorry. I hate Zoom. We use Zoom now and I <laughs> fucking hate it. Because Dave does all the work. Dave Thanks, does Dave. all the work, and so Zoom makes it easier for him. Um no, it doesn't. Oh. <laughs> Zoom, Zoom makes it infinitely harder. <laughs> why don't we go back to what we we're using before? Because Skype doesn't <laughs> fucking truncate the videos. And yeah, Skype right doesn't way. make okay. like us uh, equal uh, faces. That's fucking lame. so ridiculous. Anyway. anyway. Um, also, thank you, everybody, who tweeted <laughs> at me today to let me know that Paul Byron was safe. <laughs> um, I appreciate it. I, I was, was thinking work. about you, Beth. Oh my God. <laughs> So like, no, I got so many tweets and text messages um, and whatnot today. And that made me feel very special. And I appreciate that everybody knows how much I love Paul Byron. Um, I'm very <laughs> glad that he's still a hab. Um, oh, Jesus, I'm glad that everybody else is glad, if only because of me. I'll take it. It's fine. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah. What a relief. Like I knew it was just for taxi squad purposes, but I still was terrified that somebody's going to grab him. Like how, um, I mean, like everybody is like, it's like, is worried that should Corey Perry go back on waivers at some point in the future that he's going to be nabbed. Um, just cause I mean, Paul Byron has a lot to offer, maybe not always for scoring purposes, but he has a lot to offer, um, a forward line so 
I'm glad he's still here. He's still ours for now. So <laughs> I'm just going to live and be happy. What a him. relief. And, and um, the GM today had his like uh, traditional sort of, like everybody was wondering why he was going to be speaking today to the, to the press. But um, Paul Wilson began the presser by saying, hey, we've got a few days off. And so it's like a perfect time for the GM to be talking to you. But some of the people on Twitter before the press conference were saying, oh, Paul Byron's been claimed and that's what he's going to talk about. Or, oh, they they got Galchenyuk back off waivers, which was never going to happen. But it was just like, (laughs) oh, we'll get to that. But yeah, so Bergevin's pressure, please. Sorry. Yeah. And so he started off by saying, he started off actually by offering con- condolences to J.F. Chaumont, whose mom passed away last night. And so um, offering condolences to J.F. Chaumont and his family, um, which we do as well. Um, and then just went in there and basically said that the whole Paul Byron thing was just a business decision and they get to save money off the cap or whatever by having him in the taxi squad, which I'm, I'm not sure how all that stuff works, but I'm not, um, I'm not entirely sure why to bother with it. Why do we need cap space when we're not playing? Well, I think that maybe it had to do also with not putting Corey Perry on waivers. Cause if Corey Perry goes on waivers, he's fucking, he's getting claimed. Maybe Corey Perry and his silky mints maybe. is going to get claimed. Maybe. He didn't get claimed before. Yeah, that's because people were dumb. It's like the same, the same people. That's why we got him so cheap because everybody else is dumb. Mm. And Mark Bridgevin is smart. So he hadn't he hadn't shown what he could do with the Habs at the time that he was on waivers the first time. But now people know. He's like people know. I um when it comes to uh the taxi squad. And how much money is uh, saved on the cap with a player that goes down into it? Uh, Paul Byron is a $3.4 million a year player. Going down to the taxi squad saves the Habs like a million bucks against the cap. And they've been cruising at around $250,000 above the black, which is not a lot. It's actually, you can't, there's no wiggle room with that kind of money. So with a million and a quarter, um, you know, above the cap there, it gives, uh, you know, it gives the Habs more room to breathe and to move players around, which is essentially the thing. Because if you activate someone from the taxi squad, that cap goes into like their real cap. So then all the math and money stuff has to be taken into account when that happens. I assume, though, that Paul Byron will be back in the lineup uh, for Saturday, and uh, we'll see from there. Um, aside from that, uh, Mr. Frolic was, Frolic was uh, assigned to Laval, and he's going to be playing with them. Uh, the Rocket, and we'll jump to that as well in a moment, uh, they have a game tomorrow night. But aside from that, was there anything else from uh, Benjamin's presser? much he had a little bit of a skirmish with our friend arpin basu arpin arpin bazu so arpin basu i'm not quite sure what he brought up because um 
I'm not able to back it up anymore on the recording that I listened to, but cause I was listening to it live, but, um, he seemed to ask something about how the Habs compare to the Tampas and the Boston's and Brisbane broke in with, I don't care. Like they're not my concern. Like mm-hmm. they're not my concern this season, but I- it's kind of, it's kind of a common refrain in the Montreal media um, now, um, beside uh, Connor McKenna, I've heard him bring that up before. It's like, how would they match up to these guys? Like, because, you know, the, the whole sentiment is that the North Scotia North or whatever it's called is so inferior that of course, Montreal is doing well in this division. But it's just like, well, this is the division that we're dealt. So whether you can't compare us to Tampa or Boston because we're not playing them. Right. And so I think that that was, that was the problem that Brisbane had with that question. I'm not exactly sure what the question was, but it was something along those Mm -hmm. lines. Yeah. I think it was something pretty close to that. It was, um, Arvin was wondering if, um, yeah, I think he, I think the question was framed like if he, if Bergevin would want to see the Habs play against either of those teams in the regular season as a, uh, another measuring stick for the team. So it's not realistic. So that's, that's, that's where, that's, that's where Mark Bergevin, you know, his, he's, he's, he's very realistic. So he's not going to be talking about hypotheticals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that right. made me giggle because he, he was giving Arpin, <laughs> he was giving Arpin a really bad time for Arpin. Poor Arpin. Poor Arpin. Poor Arpin. You gotta come back on Arpin. Yeah, friend of the podcast, Arpin. (laughs) I asked him about Bacon Saturday a couple weeks ago, and he didn't reply. Oh yeah. (laughs) I just wanted. He has so many replies. I'm sure. Probably yeah. I was just. I just wanted to know too many notifications. Are you still doing Bacon Arpin? If you're listening, I want to know if you're still doing Bacon Saturday, or if you have moved on to another COVID tradition. Oh, I'm sure his children are holding him to Bacon Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Like Dave the way I had my parents to McDonald's Saturdays. Your grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> it's Saturday. We're having McDonald's. Now That's how it works. The um so the other oh Jesus. Okay, so the other uh big news out of hockey, Alex Galchenyuk on waivers from the Ottawa Sanders. No, he got claimed yes. off no. waivers. No, he was traded. Oh no, he was Carolina. traded. Shit, that's right. He was traded. Then put on waivers. He was traded to Carolina. Carolina, Carolina put him, put him on, on waivers. waivers, and then he cleared waivers, and then, and then he was traded again <laughs> to, to Carolina Toronto. to Toronto. And he was traded to, to the Maple Leafs to Toronto. Hey, little Donna, mm. still wanna. Anyway, uh, Alex Gochenyuk, he's been in center for the Habs. He's on his seventh. That's the that's the final verdict there, I guess. Oh my lord! That's it. Oh, that has to be it. It's like Yuri Seacats who got thrown around like a hot potato. And not even that that is last chance. Oh my lord! I know. I was talking about it with our friend. with our friend, oh fuck, what's his name? Um, not Arpin Bosman. Yeah, sure. 
<laughs> our friend, our listener. Ah, oh, fuck. I'm sorry. I forgot his name. It, it escaped me right now. But it, I kind of like you do have to you do have to feel bad for the guy. Yeah, you do. It's not completely. I'm his shaking fault. my head because I just. It's no. not completely his fault. It's not like, and it's yes. definitely not the coach's fault. No, <sighs> it's definitely not Michel Therrien's fault. It is. It's his father. And it's uh, like and I just I do because uh, when I see that guy, I don't see. You know, I, I don't, see. I don't I see, see a, a bad kid. I see a grown adult male. He is now 27 years old. Shape the fuck up. Oh shit! When did he turn twenty-seven? Okay. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. fucking old in hockey years oh, now. Yeah. Oh, he's just. <laughs> I, I, I don't care. I do not care about the 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 travails of Alex Galchenyuk. He was <laughs> dealt because he was a just an idiot. Done. Gone. Bye. If it's his father's fault, his father sucks. He said no. Oh, maybe I shouldn't listen to my dad anymore if I want to have a career. Well, his, his dad also like his like a manager yeah. and also like a former player right yeah, yeah then, he was a big time um and sort of Soviet like so and then, and then if you're if if that's how your mindset has been shaped transitioning you into your professional hockey career it's going to be hard to divest yourself of that and and form your own mindset in order to form how you play and how you carry yourself and how you handle things because that's all you've known and that's how you got there so you think that that's how you should continue to be so you can stay there and I think that there was not enough intervention or enough or enough intervention soon enough that so he wasn't he wasn't able to flourish the way that he should have yeah. and i do think that the that the organization in montreal did try to go there mm-hmm. but when he when your parent and as a male when your father follows you into your professional life as well it's just like oh what do you do now? Right. Like, I, I, I just, I don't know. I mean, obviously you're right, Dave, at a certain point, you're an adult. You have to, you have to say, okay, you know, umbilical cord, whatever apron strings, they're gone now. And I'm making my own decisions and I'm calling my own shots, but, uh, it's hard to do in a certain family dynamic like that. And also he's the breadwinner for that family, right? That's a lot of, that's a lot of weight on his shoulders. And I mean, we all know like the recreational stuff that was an issue too, but like, it's probably all sort of a, a symptomatic of something, something bigger, but I do feel bad for him because I think he's a good kid, good adult. He's a grown ass man, I but I think he's, I think he's a, I think he's a good hearted person. So I, 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 I just feel sympathy. Same. And like, I was sad when he was traded away. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's all the other things that like, yeah. obviously he's, you know, like knuckles is really hard on him. Uh, like about how, you know, his decision-making on the ice and all that sort of thing. But that that's secondary to me. I'm just thinking about the human being. Yeah. And uh, still- Well, let's see how he does in Toronto. Exactly. I think that's it. That's his sure. last chance. He still has a, a place in the hearts of a lot of have fans. Um, 
some of whom we know. Um, and I just, I hope that whatever happens in Toronto or after Toronto, it's good for him and he's able to flourish in those areas. And who knows where, I mean, maybe, maybe we'll see him somewhere else in another league in another country or something. Um, it just, it just sucks that he hasn't found true success. Dave, I, um, Dave feels nothing of this. <laughs> I feel about the uh, the same way uh, with Alex Galchenyuk that I do with Neil Yakupov. I don't care. He's gone forever and will never be a hab again. Oh my god. Um, it's just it's, at this point, too bad. So yeah, sad. no, I know. It's not like I yearn for him to be back on the Habs. No, I'm just, just talking about how I, I'm, I'm capable of feeling yeah. for the guy humanity zero my <laughs> heart's weeping just straight up tears Dave's coming out of heart this looks like the a peach pit and on this day you know like in the grinch in the grinch scale two sizes too big <laughs> yes when it when it comes to the when it comes to galchenyuk that that is my heart it's inside that golden box and it's shriveled like it's a, a dried prune. up black piece of coal yeah it's um it's just i i don't care anymore he can he, he can be traded five more times and i'll be like well nobody cares yeah i it's not like i really care like today i was thinking jesus christ how many teams is that and i forgot a team i forgot yeah. that he was in minnesota yeah for, for, for a second there did pretty good in minnesota did he? Is it? Isn't that? Isn't he from near there? Isn't he from Wisconsin? Yeah. Um, Somebody yelled at us about this. Since one. I don't care about him, uh, yeah, he's from um, Milwaukee, okay. or as they say, <laughs> the good land. <laughs> Alex Cooper. He, uh, he had seven points in uh, fourteen games with the with uh, Minnesota. Mm. Okay. With the with the wee and then mm. one power play goal with the Ottawa Senators. Oh yeah, somebody somebody posted they did a tribute video for for him from the Ottawa Senators, and it was just that goal. Oh no, it was, like it was a beauty of a goal it was too. Really good. That's exactly what the Habs need on their power play. <laughs> Literally, Shadi, Jesus, Shadi, our friend Shadi Hussein. Oh, Shadi, friend of the podcast. Yeah, sorry. Um. Didn't yeah. want to let that go. Just gonna X out that tab without us gonna change in it. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Poor Alex Galchenyuk. He Poor, did get his biggest oh. chance with the Habs. Mm-hmm. Poor Alex Galchenyuk. As we've oh, mentioned previously. God. Might as well bring Michelle Therrien back. Poor Michelle Therrien. <laughs> is he still with uh, the Flyers? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Of course he is. Duh. He's big buds with uh, Vigno. Yeah, he is. That asshole. So um, the yeah, Rocket asshole. are doing very well right off the rip. Yes. Holy. Oh, my God. Good. Two games, five to one, five to one against the Belleville Senators. Finally. We have an AHL team that can beat the Belleville <laughs> because they were uh, they were uh, clobbering us for a long time. But no, so in the Rocky, I'm just going to go really quick through their roster. They have the likes of 
uh, Xavier Willette that we all know, uh, Joe Blendizi. Let's see who else is there. Uh, who, who's doing well? Uh, oh, yeah, Jesse Elonen, uh, highly touted uh, winger that we're looking out for. Jordan Wheel is down there. Hey. Uh, Joel Teasdale, Lucas oh, Vejamo, right. uh, Rafael Harvey Pinyon, and <laughs> Josh Brook, and Kale Flurry. Uh, Flurry, who's played with the Habs. Uh, and now Michael Frolik. Michael Frolik. And now Mitch Is Frolik. just for, for conditioning. conditioning purposes? So I wonder how long that will last. There's also uh, Jake Lucchini, Laurent Dauphin, Otto Leskinen, who's the kid I'm watching, Otto. And of course, Caden Promo. And uh, yeah, the, the, the baby Habs are rocking right out of the gate. They'll be, and like I said, they'll be playing Belleville again tomorrow night to. Uh, you know, to see our need of hockey until Saturday. Actually, let me take a look at that schedule again. Yeah, so there'll be a game tomorrow night on the 16th of February and on the 19th as well. So Tuesday yeah. and Friday nights, we have Laval Rocket. I would games. like to point out that the, that the back- At the Bell Center. At the Bell Center. The back-to-back wins that the Rocket had this weekend were- within less than 24 hours of each other they played at 7 p.m and then 1 p.m the next yep. day wow that's right they are on fire on feu. doing pretty good apparently and yoel bouchard is really high on um our young ghoulie yep our first round pick uh katie ghoulie who did not play this weekend because of a minor practice injury sustained as Beth said during practice so hopefully he'll be on the ice tomorrow yeah, they're just trying to be, um i think bouchard said that it's not where it's a major issue they're just trying to be smart about it and not mm-hmm. rush anything and i'm like i like this yeah i mean the the rocket and the habs have a ton of goalies they'll be okay without one for a second we can get uh, uh, i can i can dispense with one of them yes 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 um i wouldn't mind Speaking of uh, being careful, <laughs> completely missed this point. Uh, the North Division has been incredibly lucky thus far this season until last Thursday, Wednesday, when they played oh, Ottawa, I mean, when they played Edmonton and the game had to be delayed for an hour. That's weird. Wonder <laughs> why. COVID. Uh, one of the players on Edmonton uh, a, which, one, which one, Dave? Had a COVID scale. Um, Puliarvi. Yeah, I forgot his first name. Jesse. Oh yeah, Jesse Pool Party. There you go. And um, <laughs> so he had to go into COVID protocol. Thank God it was a false positive. However, so oh shit, that's good. No, um, that. no. I don't understand false positives. The I thought the test wrong. is is to to detect one thing. Mm-hmm. It's like a pregnancy test, right? You either have the pregnancy hormone or you don't. There's no such thing as a false positive with pregnancy tests. Let me get my B. I've taken my fair share. Hat on. <sighs> when I was hoping and wishing. So um lots and lots. Yeah. When uh <laughs> don't quote me as okay. an expert in knowing the difference down. between a pregnancy test. <laughs> And a COVID-19 test. But I believe... <laughs> Beth is taking notes. 
that I'm writing it down. The COVID nineteen test <laughs> is based on an enzyme breaking down a protein. A pregnancy test is not that. I have a feeling, though I'm not sure, because last time I took biology was in sixth grade in America, which in means America. it doesn't mean shit. Um, proteins are more complicated than hormones, perhaps. Big yeah, stuff. you're just checking for the pregnancy hormone in a pregnancy test. So you can t have a positive and then, um, you know, lose the pregnancy. But it doesn't mean that you weren't pregnant. It doesn't mean that the hormone wasn't detected. So mm -hmm. it's so it's different than I guess with the COVID. It's not about I hormones. Have a feeling, I have a feeling the COVID test is just more complicated. I mean, the, yeah, the for tests sure. are, they're testing for antigens. Yeah. Cool. Um, so everyone is thoroughly informed now. <laughs> Yay. Anyways, Something you didn't think you would learn today on the happy hour. It's how yeah, a pregnancy from, test works. From <laughs> Professor OJ over here. Oh, God. I would never, ever want to teach health in high school. Oh, God. There's so many ever. questions. It's like, watch this movie, kids. Enjoy. Don't, don't show <laughs> them American Pie. Oh, can I say something? No. Um, while we're Fine. talking about... Um, good performances. Yeah. Sorry, did I? Did no. I miss <laughs> Go for it. We're just being dumb. Sorry, <laughs> for some reason, my computer is really quiet. Sorry. Um, on Saturday, when the Habs won, good signs of things to come, I think, were not just that they scored two goals in the third period after being down the entire game and won the game in regulation, but they had a hell of a performance by Victor Mete and Hello. Carey Price. Yes. Carey Price scared the shit out of me against Edmonton. That was like white guy blinking dot gif. I was like, what's happening here? Or, or uh, Joe Biden looking at Donald Trump during the debate dot gif. <laughs> like just absolutely just out of, out of his mind, confused, right? Um, yeah, Kerry Price did not one. look good, good against Edmonton. That sucked, which happens. It happens. Everyone's allowed to. But I was like, this is oh, what happens man. with gifted artists. My God. Um, wait, was it? Was it Jake Allen against Edmonton, actually? Jake Allen against Edmonton. You're talking Sorry. about against Ottawa. Correction. So, well, no, the thing is, Price was against the Maple Leafs on Wednesday. Toronto. Toronto. Yeah. 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 yeah okay. Gotcha. And he didn't look good then. Jake was fine, but lost anyway, which happens. And then, Shut out. And then Saturday. Okay. So we got all that figured out. Jake Allen's also very good. So let's take it, keep that in mind. But Veronica is correct. Victor Mete looked incredible he did a great job him and uh romanov uh their uh their pairing was very good um another thing about that game too man suzuki's line oh you can't they were like as bad as my tweets were on saturday that <laughs> line was incredible so so good and through when he's a new player this year such a good, so, so, so good. Him, Anderson, and Suzuki are on the ball. 
The only thing that has to be fixed on that line is Suzuki knowing how to take a face off. But even if he loses it, I mean, all right, well, they're probably going to get it back. But um, no, just that line was incredible. And Mete was also very good. Mete also not getting traded. That was something that Burzvan was, that Burzvan was very adamant about that at the presser. He, he said, I told that agent, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, he did. Said and like, that. he didn't even bother to comb his hair either. Yeah, didn't even bother. To, just I mean, like he was just, a mess. I'm, like I've this, had it, it with that hair, I must say. I've had it with that hair. Yeah, I have to get hair too. So. Not you. Um, I know. <laughs> okay. I miss. I miss. I miss the hair from. Oh my god. The pink suit, the pink suit at the draft. Oh, bite my lip. Mm-hmm. I did. <laughs> Dave, why are you making that face? <laughs> I'm looking at stuff. Are you looking no, at I'm Mark just like, in the pink suit at the draft. I I only listened to Mark Bridgman today which I, I adore doing because even though he rarely says anything, what he does say is really good. Yeah. But um, yeah, that fucking hair, I looked at it and I'm just like, why look, you've given up? Why have you, it's like, you're driving a station wagon now. You've just given up. It like, looks why? like he's driving a DeLorean through time. <laughs> Doc Brown. I have a confession. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't know how, but they found me. They found the Libyans. <laughs> Libyans. <laughs> I don't know how, but they, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Oh, man. But he opens the door and he's like, <laughs> I don't know how, but they found me. That's what I felt like on Saturday night with the Toronto Maple Leafs fans. Like I don't tweet at Maple Leafs fans. They just like find my tweets. It's like, I don't know oh, how, but they found me. They search things. Oh, I, love, I love Doc Brown. Man. Oh my God. So good. And he had the exact right spots on his bulletproof vest too. Yes. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. For those of you who have not been, <laughs> you haven't seen who back are not to privy to, to the <laughs> details of back to the future. Part three. He was changing a light bulb. What was it? Changing <laughs> a light bulb, I, I fell over, hit my head on the sink, on the sink counter, and all of a sudden it came to me. The flux capacitor. Flux capacitor. Oh my god, I've gone fuzzy. <laughs> oh fuck, I gotta watch that movie. Oh my god, it's so good. Oh. I showed it to my kids when they were little, and they didn't. They must have been anything. like. They were like blown away because what? like it's like the fifties and the eighties, like they had no comprehension. <laughs> It's a, it's a must, it's a must watch. Live. Um, <laughs> it's a serious thing. Making one man weep, make another man sing. <laughs> and he was in that movie too. Um, um, Huey Lewis. Oh, he was. Yes, he, was. he was. He was like a teacher. Like he was on the intercom or something. That's awesome, man. What oh a my god. Robert Zemeckis, man, what a Marty McFly, man, great director. Yeah, not recently, but most of his life, yes, great. (laughs) Um, and of course, uh, the actor who's Marty McFly. Yeah, Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox is a prince of a human being. Prince, absolute darling. Yeah, adore him. He has a good book. He has a good book out. I read his. Oh, I bet he does. Isn't he working on another one? 
What, another That's Back awesome. to the Future? No, book. <laughs> Maybe. And an adoring um, wife who he, whom he met on the, scene, uh, on the set of his TV show. Family 30 Rock? His, his wife. Oh. No, 30 Rock. No, no. The show. He wasn't no, on 30 Rock. Family Ties. He wasn't in 30 Rock? No. No, Michael J. Fox? No, he wasn't. That was a ball. He was in Family Ties. He was Alex P. Keaton, a Republican in a family of Democrats. I could have sworn he was in 30 Rock for like a season. He may have appeared in 30 Rock. I don't remember. Mm. Anyway, not okay, important. Sorry. Second line oh, in the house is great. Uh, yes, agreed. I was going to say, can we talk about Ken Drive's article? 1.21 gigawatts. <laughs> <laughs> plutonium <laughs> oh yeah i'm sure you i'm so sorry that in, in any corner store in, in, in 1985 <laughs> your face is <laughs> mr fusion <laughs> oh i'm sure you can what get it great Make the Cubs win the World Series. <laughs> oh God, such a good movie. Jaws eight. Sorry, I feel like Beth is not, is not uh, as Ken Dryden thing. In this movie. So I've only seen the first one, and I wasn't a fan. But I'm, I enjoy you guys having fun. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah, that's like. I think it's worse. <laughs> I think that's worse than saying like you've never seen Star Wars. What? No, I've I've seen. Yeah, it. I've I just, only seen the first Star Wars. I've seen the second one, Empire one. I just like, I mean, but not really. I just was like, okay. It's just I've never me. heard of Indiana Jones. What? <laughs> <laughs> Indy. <laughs> oh, what a great era of. Oh, good heavens! Was. Um, did you say so that was like everywhere? Wow. Ken Let Dryden wrote an article for, for the Atlantic, not the Athletic, oh. the Atlantic, yes. about goalies and their gear and how it has changed over time and how it is shaping the game. And it is Ooh. very interesting. Uh, if you don't have an Atlantic subscription, you can still read the article for free. You get like three free articles a month or something. So you can read the article for free. I subscribe. Veronica I'll I get both, you guys my password after we're done. Um, both, the Atlantic? Uh, yeah. The Atlantic. I have both retweeted it, um, but I will, I'll I'll retweet it again after the podcast. It's very good. Awesome. It's like a it's like a twenty minute read, maybe depending on how fast you read. Yeah, it's a long read. It's long, um, and it's very like there are parts of it that are really polished, and parts of it that are very like this is Ken Dryden just talking and explaining to you stuff from like the perspective of a goalie. Um, and so I I really liked I liked that it was mixed like that. It was very good. Um, it helped me understand like I love goalies I am a like goalies are my favorite position um and it helped me understand a lot more about goalies and why, why they do some of the things they do um and then what's going on with their equipment and their their disagreements with um what is it the the board is it the board of governors are arguing with about their equipment I can't remember um whoever in the league that they're arguing with about their equipment and the sizes and things like that it's 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 fascinating it's not just like a list of stats and measurements and whatever it really like immerses you into how different things happen in the game with the equipment to either allow or prevent a goal um highly recommend reading that 
Um, and it's by Ken Dryden, who is awesome. Living legend, Ken Dryden. He's a gentleman and a scholar. Yeah. Um, the only thing, the only thing about that article for me was that it got so granular for, for me that I kind of started tuning it out, but, um, because I've never played the position, but I was talking to, I, I, I sent it to Mike F and Beanie and yeah. way to go, Paul, Paul Campbell mm-hmm. and Mike, Mike's takeaway from that was like the, the making the nets bigger and Dryden has been on that for a few years now, the making the net bigger, like more goals, I guess is the, is the, is the goal there, but I don't know, man, like we've seen a lot of goals. We saw a lot of goals in the playoffs. We've seen a lot of goals at the start of the season and and you can have like, you know, how many, like the, the Habs have p- played a couple of essentially one goal games this season that have been super exciting. And I think both of them have been against the Leafs. Yeah. And I mean, and like, and he says at the beginning of the article, like, like for, at, the, at the beginning of the article, he says like on average, we're still seeing the same amount of goals in a season, despite these changes that have been made, um, both with the, with making the the equipment bigger and smaller um yeah and then like as I was reading more in the article I like was forgetting that fact and I was like oh yeah we should absolutely make the goals bigger and like so I'm kind of on the fence because then mm. I remembered like oh no with the, we still have this over here um and I mean I don't I I enjoy high scoring games but I also enjoy one goal games too yeah. and I feel like what's what's happening right now will keep both of those in play in a season with every team um I don't know yeah did you read it Dave no um I don't like high goal games because it's um like a half hour wasted on setting the game back up and dropping (laughs) the goddamn puck (laughs) and we're out of time what the hell yep time to go bye Dude, that was fast. I know. Uh... Oh, okay. I can, I finally know why you're so quiet to me right now. I have the sound coming out of the wrong place. It's okay. We'll fix it for next week. Yeah. (laughs) Also why I look so yellow. Yeah. We'll figure it all out. (laughs) All of it. No. Oh, Oh. are the Leafs losing against Ottawa? Oh, shit are they are they somebody just tweeted something no no Uh, they're not yet but ottawa's coming back nice beat them ottawa yeah get them ottawa please just 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 beat them them. god damn it i know brian five or six will stop having a heart attack and stop (laughs) drinking so many beers i know i'll stop drinking so many beers love that guy all right, bye. I'm not going to call him. Okay, bye. Bye, 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 bye. Thanks for listening. Subscribe. Yeah.